Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Good 51. morning. 51. Yeah, you'd be all right, 51. That was 53. That was a couple years ago. Good morning. Welcome to Inside High School Sports. The show started five minutes ago with them uh, picking on me, as always. Good morning. Hi, guys. Morning, y'all. What's up? (laughs) Frank Wolf of Western New York Athletics. (laughs) Roger Weiss, resident troublemaker. And Rich Sanders, assistant coach at West Seneca West. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Go, go. (laughs) Thank you, buddy. Uh, so how you guys doing on this uh, kind of rainy, uh, I don't know, what do you want to call it, drizzle? Fabulous. Fabulous. Six weeks down, one to go. Can you believe it? For what? Regular season. Oh, the regular season, yeah. yeah. Uh, rivalry weekend. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting up there. <laughs> Rich has been off for two days. He enjoyed his big win over Lakeshore. Yeah, we had a little nice little time. Went out and saw a game last night. Who'd you a, scout? A good game. Oh, we, I know we where you went were. went and saw a game. Oh, he's not going to say. Then scout. Just I know South, where you were. Yeah, South Park and West Seneca East. Right. Yeah, just went to a game. Went to scout. <laughs> <Check> <laughs> just so happens to be West Seneca East. And, oh, you play West Seneca yeah, East I, next week. I love my people out there. Right. Oh, and you I anticipate see. playing South Park in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I just went to a game. No, listen, three of my guys play, oh, from last year played at South Park, so I wanted to check them out. Nice. Right. <laughs> we'll get into that game. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot to talk about. Yeah, we'll get we'll into talk that about game. That. Uh, do you guys have anything for news and notes today? Uh, Roger's Gosh. shaking his head. Me, real quick, um, I wanted to just talk the 38th annual Bob Ivory run at uh, St. Joe's is taking place. Sign up now. You can go to our website, WNY Athletics, for a link to that event. Uh, it's like 25 bucks. Uh, day of the race, 20 bucks pre-register. You get a shirt out of it. I ran it a long time ago. Long time ago. Yes. Long You're not going to run it You mean time? you actually ran or no. you ran the uh, event? <laughs> <laughs> I, Be clear on that. Come on. I suffered, I suffered through it. I suffered through it. Well, yeah. it still is ambiguous. Either way, you run an event, you could suffer through it, or if you actually yes. ran. Running event, running the actual event, any event, is a lot harder than actually participating. Exactly. It is. It's a lot of work. A, yeah. It is. I ran to the refrigerator last night. That was about it. You didn't get one of those stickers, 13.1. <laughs> they don't have those. 26.2. We don't need to bla- we need to brag about that. Okay. That's ridiculous. Seven weeks, four days. <laughs> that would be mine. <laughs> Raj, you said yes. A couple things, Sony. Uh, Melissa Graham, uh, Mount Mercy graduate from 2009. She is now Melissa Graham Kaburka. Good news and bad news. Bad news for me. She has left Hilbert College, where she was coaching both girls basketball and girls lacrosse, and seriously upgraded both programs. The good news, she got hired as the girls basketball coach at St. John Fisher. So congratulations. Whoa. Pretty good for about a 2013 
college graduate. That's not too shabby. I already got a position coaching a you know, high-powered D3 girls basketball team. So congratulations to her. We're going to miss her at Hilbert being a Hilbert grad, but good luck to Melissa. Outstanding. They're, they're... My, uh, my other announcement, I want to announce the uh, class of 2017 inductees to the Harvard Cup Hall of Fame. We did they, that a couple weeks ago. All the names? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Unless some names were added that I didn't have on, my, on the list uh, that uh, uh, Sabina sent me. Okay. Uh, but go ahead. Football officials, Ken Harris, who officiates just about anything but tiddlywinks around here. Great official, <laughs> de- definitely deserving uh, inductee. Jerry Webb would be the other stripes that's being inducted. From South Park, John Tiberio and Frank Kanya. From Seneca, Anthony Fuller and Richard Weinert. From Lafayette, Dave Karras and Jim Crowd. From Hutch Tech, Jack Hilly. From Grover Cleveland, Willie Ray Jr. From East High School, Carl Jones. From Bennett, Jerry Voskirchian and Patrick Freeman. From Burgard, <laughs> Donald Maltow. And from Kensington, Walik Jeter, Kevin Jamison, and the late, great George D'Addario. Yeah, it's all the names that I had before. Okay. But uh, thanks, Raj. Dave Thomas seems to feel that uh, he never sent you a list, obviously. Nah, Sabina did. Okay. She, you know she's always on top of things. Absolutely. Dave, there, Dave's a day late and a dollar short. Their dinner is tonight at, uh, and I can't tell you the name of the place. It used to be uh, Petty Bones. They got a new name now. It's not even Petty Bones anymore, from what I understand. That's not, right. It's non-Petty Bones. Non-Petty Bones. <laughs> Non-Petty Bones. Bones. Anyway, it's at... I can't say Pilot Field. The restaurant either. formerly Coca-Cola known Field? as Petty Bones. Is it still Coca-Cola Field? Uh, this week it is, yes. Okay, yeah, exa- <laughs> exactly. The baseball park downtown, you know, not to be confused with the park at Camden. Home Yards. of Wing Fest, or how about n- that? There you go. Not to be confused with the Nerf. Not <laughs> no, not you. You may be nerf. directed if you ask me for directions. Hey, got, All right, Rich. No comment. I got one announcement. I want to uh, give a shout-out to William uh, Williamsville East standout uh Alumni Jamie Boyer over at Damon College scored an amazing goal. And, uh, Shame on you! This year. You're going to hear about this one. Williamsville South South. Oh, oh, oh boy! You, whoa! Oops! Sorry. Jamie <laughs> Boyer get, is no, Stu Boyer's daughter. Right? By North the way. South. I mean, there's too many Williamsvilles for me. Oh, you got to get those straight. I mean, if you confuse them with North, they don't care. In fact, I voted for her uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, for was a Player of the Week or something yeah, like yeah. that. Oh, congratulations. I know Stu's proud. She's Great guy. a good old time at Damon. That's outstanding. Getting some recognition that she never got in high school, amazingly. I don't understand why. There's been a bunch of uh, baseball signings, uh, high school seniors, uh, or now high school seniors that are already committing to play at uh, college. I know Will Carlone from St. Joe's just committed to VCU. There's a bunch of them. Uh, I can't do these kids justice. There's just too many of them. But I will get, uh, an, I'll get that up on the WNY page Thank you, Tom Prince, for helping me out with these names. There's a thousand of them. ton of kids from Lancaster. I, there's like seven on here that are already committed to top schools, and they are going to be ridiculous again this spring. Did you say VCU is in Virginia Commonwealth? Yes. That's not too shabby for baseball. No, I had a cousin who coached basketball there not too long ago. Um, we'll get into it later when we go through our scores, but Dean Santorio picked up his 100 yesterday. Congratulations, Thanks Coach. 
I watched their modified team Thursday night. Looks like he's got some talent coming up. All right, let's get into the scores. We'll start with Thursday. West Seneca West over Lakeshore, 49-6. And thank you to Western New York Athletics for posting this on the Inside High School Sports Facebook page. Uh, O'Hara beating time in 62-6. Will North over Frontier. Nate, close your ears. 35-6. Lancaster over Jamestown, 39-6. Orchard Park defeating Hutch Tech, 17-0. Clarence, 42. Niagara Wheatfield, 29 uh, as uh, we mentioned, Grand Island uh, beating Sweet Home 27 to nothing. North Tonawanda 35. Kenmore East 22. Star Point beating Will South 40 to 6. Amherst over Hamburg 24 to 20. Iroquois beat McKinley 30 to 15. South Park beating West Seneca East 36 to 21. Cheek Dewarga over East Aurora Holland 44 to 6. Maryvale beats Luport 41 to 7. Depew taking care of Olean 44 to 41. Dunkirk clinched with an 18 to 15 win over Albion. Medina 58. Alden 34. Lackawanna 50. Tonawanda 0. Uh, Cleve Hill beat Eden North Collins 68 to zero. I think it was like 54 to nothing at the half. Uh, unbelievable. A lot of offense last night. Uh, let me see. What else do we have? Uh, Southwest. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Cleve Hill. We said that JFK beating. Oh, JFK losing to Wilson 52 to 28. Southwestern being Gowanda Pine Valley 62 to nothing. Uh, CSP 32, Salamanca 0, Franklinville, Ellicottville 46, Chautauqua Lake 6, Maple Grove beating Randolph Frewsburg 39-6, Silver Creek Forestville 39, Cataraugus Little Valley 6, Pioneer over Springville 22 to nothing, Canisius 49, Maslin, Ohio 28, Akron over Fredonia, Westfield Brockton 27-8, so there you have it, the scores from last night and Thursday. All right, what games do you want you guys to start with? My question is, was the uh, uh, Star Point game a week ago a hiccup? Because, boy, they came back and they trounced well south last night. They, not so much that they won, but the fact by the score. Uh, Will South could not make the playoff this year and haven't been the only team that knocked off Grand Island. So that whole Class A North to me is an anomaly. This is scratching your head. Yeah. Uh, we know for a fact that, well, four, they have five teams left, three teams are out. Uh, probably the Sweet Home Will South loser next week is out of the playoffs. Will East <clears throat> is guaranteed uh, third, well, they're not guaranteed third place. Assuming they knock off Ken West today, they're guaranteed third place. They are in at 3-1 and one because they will have the head-to-head tiebreaker against both Will South and Sweet Home. Grand Island, if they win next week, they're the first seed. If they lose to Will East, now that would be an interesting game next Friday night. Will East at Grand Island. Uh, Will East could actually finish second in there on that uh, Class A North. But uh, the teams are just about set in the Class A. Well, four teams are in the Class A South. The only question is, will uh, West Seneca, West, and South Park, which will finish first and which will finish second, how important is that? Depends on how important they feel a home game win is in the semis, assuming they win the quarterfinals. Rich, who's that going to be? 
Who's what now? <laughs> <laughs> who's going to wind up being top seed? Um, who's South Park playing next week? Lakeshore. It doesn't matter who South Park <laughs> plays next week. <laughs> nah, come on. We're going to take care of business next week. <laughs> the Rock has That's spoken. His, i got to ask Rich this. <laughs> In all, in all honesty, yeah. has West Seneca West been been hit yet? I mean, have they really been challenged? Does anybody through punch you in the mouth yet? Any, yeah. They don't have anybody. They haven't played anybody to the offensive uh, firepower of West Seneca East, in my opinion. I, I could say that Lackawanna was a tough challenge. I could say that. Okay. And they had, I think they had a better offense than Will, I'm sorry, uh, West Seneca East has. Uh, more dimensional. It's, I think West Seneca East is very one-dimensional. Last night, if you look at what happened in that game, they took the lead on two plays that were plus 60 yards, long passes. That cornerback that was defending both of those plays for uh, for South Park actually got hurt, and that was basically what changed the game because South Park put in a reserve for that individual, and he ended up getting two interceptions that helped propel them after they got a blocked punt. So – I think that game swung on that. You can't live on big plays, uh, a steady diet of it. You can't. They never drove the ball down the field. Yeah. At some point, you're going to have to do that. Right. For two reasons. One, you want to chew up clock and and give your defense a rest. And I think what's interesting, in that game, it was 21 to zip, and uh, West Seneca East got the ball back and had about a minute and 30 seconds with no timeouts and had the the chance to score. They were at the the – I'm going to say the 17 mm-hmm. of South Park, and they ran out of time and couldn't score before halftime. So it was 21 nothing at halftime, came out, and the punt got blocked because it seemed that they changed their offense and they didn't pass the ball anymore. They just wanted to kind of try to run some more clock. And, you know, they run the wing tee and, and full house and right. kind of shifty stuff. And it Which is designed work. to chew up for, for long exactly. uh, drives and chewing up clock. But if, you, if, you, if a defense figures, figures it out and makes adjustments – you got to be able to go to something else. So what do they do? Stack eight in the box and just uh, press? I mean, you know, they almost had nine in the box. Wow. And I mean, they that's when you got to go back to the air. You got to pass the ball, right? Because if they're daring you to run, you got to be able to open it up and and get the ball and give at least get them to respect. And that's what South Park wasn't doing the first half of the game. They were trying to go two backs and run the ball, spread them out, and throw the ball. And I think that's what the matchup next week is going to show a little bit of difficulty if they. I mean, listen. That's Thanks. the difference at uh, South Park in their game uh, yesterday and in their game against uh, Iroquois a week later. They seem to come out with a completely different offensive game plan in the second half, whereas McKinley, they tried to play that whole game, and uh, they were playing right into McKinley's hands, and South Park was lucky to get out of that McKinley game. Was what? Was that 12-7? to 7? Yeah. Something like that? Something like that. Actually, you know what? That, <laughs> there was a fourth down. Uh, fourth and four that McKinley had, and they did a quarterback sneak. From and the four? From, not from the four, but it was fourth and four. From That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. And they tried to quarterback sneak it. And that's up the middle? Up the middle, and that's what lost the game. Was Boy, the some, quarterback sorry. in shotgun? No, well, he, not he was under center. I was just, he was under center. He was under was center. Was like they tried a quick count and just up. go? I don't know. I can't really hmm. – I, I don't know. I don't know if it was a – I don't know. I just don't know. I don't think it was a called play. Also, maybe a quarterback just called his own number. Possibly. When I've seen that happen before. <laughs> when West Seneca has a fourth on one, does Myers go under center, I hope? 
I cannot either confirm or, or deny. deny. <laughs> what, <laughs> Anthony? He won't even let have, you know if Myers is the what quarterback. Drives <laughs> me crazy. They have to measure for a first down on third down. Okay, it's close enough to measure. You know, whatever less than a yard, obviously. Right. They come out and the quarterback goes into a shotgun. I'm talking about multiple teams. So now instead of fourth and six inches, it's fourth and six yards. Why do they do that? Right. You're 100 percent right. Why ask your quarterback to get six yards instead of six in- inches? Instead of six inches. Fault. That's where your dive plays have to come right. in. And it's not just the quarterbacks, your fullback. And it's the majority of the teams, Anthony. Plus, it also depends on your opponent. I think the problem is a lot of these offenses have gone to spread offenses, and it's all shotgun and pistol. And then the coaches forget about under center, eye formation. You still need that in football. You still need man-on-man, one-on-one. You know we're going to run. I know we're going to run. Now stop it. And yeah. to yeah. come up. And to me, you have more of a chance to draw on the uh, defense a offside penalty, right. if the yeah. quarterback's under center. Well, like Lombardi used to say, if I execute my play, you can't stop me. Pretty much. Sticking with A, just going real back to you brought up start point earlier. I I want to say their defense hasn't been as good as we thought they were going to be to start the year, and they really faced, in my estimation, the top offense in Class A North against Grand Island a week ago, and Grand Island exposed them. But last night, their defense came up pretty big. I but what does Will South like to do offensively? Throw the ball. Okay. Uh, one of Star Point's uh, well, I perceived weakness was against yep. the run. Yep. Yeah, if, you said North Tonawana just ran at will against I them? Thought, I thought they were very successful in the first half uh, running the ball, uh, but the problem with, with them in that game is they were killing themselves with turnovers, uh, botched snaps, things like that, penalties, you know, typical stuff that you, know, you shoot yourself in the foot you can't do. Yeah, Starport's strength is their skilled players. So that makes sense. No, so it doesn't no. surprise me that they're able to shut down somebody in a passing game. So, right, yeah. So that's where their biggest hole is, is stopping the run. Cesaria had 200 yards a week ago on them. Last night against uh, Will South, that was a big win for them. They needed to have that win, but they blanked them. Will South really couldn't get anything going offensively. So c- kudos to Starpoint last night for that. They turned it around last night at least. Obviously they needed it just to get the momentum back. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, get into more of the games from last night, and Roger has more playoff implications. That and more on Inside High School Sports. Yeah, there's a lot of games. Oh, I'm loving the baseline in this. Welcome back to Inside High School Sports. Tony Kelligeri, Frank Wolf, Roger Weiss, and Rich Sanders. Talking about last night's games. We'll uh, get into previewing some of today's games. Roger's filling us in as to uh, playoff implications. There's a lot that goes into these these tiebreakers. Roger, I don't know how you keep track of this stuff. but All right, guys, uh, what other game do you want to talk about? First of all, the thing that I took out of last night, Man, there were a lot of points scored around Western New York. Some offenses were really lighting it up. Having yeah. said that, the game I was at last night was uh, Orchard Park and uh, Hutch Tech. Final <laughs> 17 score. 17-0. nothing. It was 3 nothing after three quarters. Really? Yes. Uh, How was Hutch Tech's defense? Solid, solid. You know, 
Orchard Park's defense is not uh, Orchard. I mean, excuse me. Orchard Park's offense is not the Orchard Park offense in days of yore. Having said that, they got a weapon second to none in Western New York in their kicker. This uh, Brian Strybell and yeah. all that left-footed place kicker, left-footed punter. This guy's going to be a difference maker in some of these games. Uh, every kickoff in the back of the end zone. That's huge. When, you, when you've got team, a spot when, on kicker, and that's when huge. a team like Hutch Tech has to start on their twenty, and they have to go eighty yards, they you know, if you you give them a break and you know turn the ball over in your own territory, they'll hurt you. Eighty yards, Hutch Tech is not predicated to driving eighty yards, as is most our most teams. In high school, to go 80 yards without making a mistake, either a penalty or a turnover, that's tough. Sure it So is. when you got somebody that can kick the ball in the end zone, you know, just like Blake Halbiol a year ago at Canisius, you know, he put every kick out of the end zone. I picked Hutch Tech to win the game. I feel shame this morning. Tom Prince is embarrassing me left and right, our buddy, <laughs> for picking against his Quakers. But I, I thought uh, with the young quarterback at OP and you know that defense, Tadaro's defense, I thought that might win, especially the game being up in Buffalo. But. I was walking past uh, where uh, the Orchard Park team was huddled at midfield after the game when I was leaving the uh, All-High Stadium, and I overheard Coach Tondo telling the team, he says, guys, we had four turnovers. That cannot happen. So Gene was very disappointed in the turnovers. Other than that, defense did what they have to do, and like I say, this Brian Strybell, uh transfer from uh, Chicago, I believe, uh, He's a weapon. Left, and the other thing, I saw him warming up punting because he punts as well as place kicks and all that. Another left-footed kicker. They had the, both punters for Orchard Park kick with their left foot. I tried kicking with my left foot once in my life. I was in traction for a month. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Talk about a couple games where just back and forth. The Medina-Alden game. We've been waiting for that Medina offense to explode. The quarterback's name is Reem, R-H-I-M. Uh, he had a 23-yard touchdown run, a uh, 13-yard touchdown run, a 19-yard touchdown pass, an 83-yard touchdown pass to Jalen Cooper, another 19-yard pass, another 8-yard run. I mean, he was all over the score sheet for Medina. I don't know what took so long. Alden's been tough all year. Sure. Yeah, but finally, uh, when's the last time Alden did not qualify for the playoffs? I don't remember. <laughs> 2017? I mean, right? No, this is twenty seventeen. I know, but the last they're, they're in trouble. He, oh, they're out. Yeah, they're out. It's oh, a before, shock. I don't know. Who knows? No, but I mean, you know, for the teams they've had the last what five, six yeah. years, three, two or three uh, Conley Cup finalists. They're bulldogs. It's, they're right. The bulldogs, right? Yeah. How about uh, Wilson over JFK? The quarterback was, had three hundred yards passing in the first half. Three hundred plus. Outstanding! Congratulations to Wilson. Frerichs, again, another quarterback that was all over the stat sheet, a 49-yard touchdown pass, a 30-yard touchdown pass, 23-yard touchdown run, another touchdown run, 25-yard touchdown pass, a 43-yard touchdown pass. And, and JFK put up a fight, too, though. Is Wilson sneaking up on people? Is, is, what, what? When you have a, Don, a, a quarterback like that, absolutely. You have to take them seriously. Well, they already have two league losses, so since they play... They're done with their league games. I'm going to assume since they beat, well, duh, if they uh, beat JFK, then obviously they lost to Cleve Hill and Akron, and Akron's only one and two. That's going to be a 
cluster of tiebreakers to try to figure out. I mean, we know which teams will be in the playoff. Only one team, which is Eden, does it's not It's where the, the seeding is going to be. It's That's where, where you're at right seeding. now. Right. And, uh, well, JFK wasn't impressive a week ago, but they played Evil Frank a week ago, and yeah. that may be the reason why. So, uh, yeah, Wilson, I don't know. I think they're going to surprise some teams. Now, they're a crossover, right? So they'll probably play either Southwestern or Silver Creek in the first round? Is that how uh, it No, works? they could actually have a home game. Uh, Akron, well, no, I should take that back. Akron's playing Eden uh, North Collins next week, which they should win. So they would both be 2-2, two and two, and I believe Akron would have the tiebreaker. So, yes, you're correct. Wilson will probably go to uh, either Southwestern or... Falconer, Fal- uh, both you know, Falconer beats Southwestern next week, and uh, Gowanda Pine Valley. Then I'm sorry, Allegheny Limestone today. Then Falconer would be the first seed, but it. it'll be one of those two: Cass Valley Falconer or Southwestern. Wilson, uh, they, uh, again, that'd be a fantastic quarterback matchup: Cole Snyder, Southwestern, and then this kid from Wilson, Frericks. That that'd be a lights out matchup. Roger, how's B shaping up? I mean, I know that's going to get a lot out of you. <laughs> well, no. Uh, okay, Class B1, Chicktawaga, Maryvale, four, both 4-0. and all. They play next week. The winner will get a 1-2 or 3 seed. The loser will get a 4-5 or 6 seed. Uh, Dunkirk is guaranteed a 1-2 or 3 seed, and I'm not going into the cross-division right. tiebreakers and all that. Uh, Albion will be a 4-5 or 6 seed. The Pew has a chance at 7, 8, or 9. Again, they are guaranteed third place. Class B, Lackawanna is guaranteed uh, uh, when they're, uh, this is Class B3 now, 1, 2, and 3. If New Fane beats Roy Hart Barker today, and I'd be stunned if they didn't, they will be at a uh, 4, 5, or 6 seed out of Class B3. So New Fane a 4 seed? Or could, five? could be, depending on the tiebreaker. They're going to finish second, assuming they beat Barker Roy Hart today. They will be uh, they will be the uh, second seed in B three. I like that new Fane team. Uh, Lackawanna, or excuse me, uh, Medina, would be fighting uh, against Depew, and the winner of uh, Pioneer Burgard next week for the seventh, eighth, and ninth seed. Ooh! So the ninth seed obviously is the top seed in the Funky Bowl. They're out of the playoffs. So Burgard still has a chance. Yeah, and again, I don't know what the cross. Division tiebreakers would have to be. They go strictly by record, but the winner of that one will be three and two. Depew is three and two. Medina is three and two. So they got to go to all these silly other secondary tiebreakers. And I have uh, it's only twenty four hours in a day, so I haven't gotten involved with that <laughs> as of yet. I think there's really only three contenders in that B, with uh, Chituaga, Maryville, and Lackawanna. Well, you're not you're not writing off Dunkirk just like that. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't boy. see it. Come on now. Sorry. Come on now. They're tough, man. Yeah. I mean, they were. They had a nice battle with Albion last night. Of course, that's what that's what Dunkirk likes under the radar. They love it. They I mean, were look under the they, radar last year. That works right for them. They they buried Maryville last year in the playoffs. You cannot overlook that. And then they beat Chictawaga. That's Dunk, serious. Dunkirk is a serious, serious threat, my friend. We'll see how it shakes out. The Marauders. I bees got family are always down fun. there listening to this show. <laughs> the bees are always fun. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Did we go through double A's, Raj? Okay, uh, it's uh, about the best way to describe that is the seven teams to decide who plays Lancaster at the Nerf. 
Uh, You're getting under Rich's skin. <laughs> I'm good with that. There's There's no Seneca's class that. A is that right, double yeah, A. Not, I know. I'm not in that division. Uh, I'll tell you what. Interesting game this week, as I might attend to, and it's nice close to home, is uh, uh, Jamestown at Orchard Park. Yeah. That should be a good game. Uh, good game. Again, what I saw at Orchard Park last night, and, you know, Jamestown looked so good early, but they had quite an easy schedule in the last three weeks. They're running the gauntlet. Jamestown, uh, Lancaster, and Orchard Park. That's tough going. Plus, if nothing else, it will be playoff ready. Did Jamestown and Lancaster play last night? Yeah, yeah Lancaster, Lancaster won. 39-6, but I'm 39-6. sure they pulled starters after the midway through the third quarter. Okay. So that means Jamestown's given up 80 points in two weeks, right? They had 41 mm-hmm. when we were there? Was it 41? Yeah. 41-14, 14, something like that. Yeah. I so like giving up. 80. My biggest question now is, uh, you know, and I, again, no disrespect to anybody locally, but I don't see anybody beating Lancaster. Uh, how does Lancaster match up with Section 5? That's, um, that's the, I'll that's find the big out later question. today I'm going to the UB game with somebody who's unknowledgeable on some of the Rochester's team. I will find out and let you know. I'm really curious to see how because, I, you know, again, watching Lancaster, that's a serious squad right there. I'm not writing off Will North. I'm not writing them off. I, I'm not saying they're going to go out and beat Lancaster if the two end up meeting up. But going through the Class AA, Will North seems to have the most well-balanced team. They're very, very physical. No one's really been physical with Lancaster just yet, except for maybe Orchard Park for, for a, for a quarter. But I'm not writing off Will North. That's because Lancaster's more physical. That's why nobody's That's able to true. do that to them. They're tough. I like Will North though. I, I'm okay. Lancaster should pull it out. I think anyone will agree with that. But Will North is not going to let them walk away that easy. We would be surprised if it was not Will North versus Lancaster at the Nerf. The only way they could play, because Will North will end up with the second seed, so the only way they can meet up is at the Nerf. Do you know who I like who's been playing really good? They had a little hiccup last week against Niagara-Weefield, but I still like this Bennett team, young, a little inexperienced, playing up a division. But I like I like Bennett, and I think they're going to do well in well, the What post-season. would some of the matchups be if you're looking at first round, Raj? Uh, because there's too many teams, three and two. All we oh, know there. Is Lancaster is going to uh, finish first. Will North will finish second. I'm going to assume that Lancaster has the uh, point differential tiebreaker. Oh, yeah. Uh, after that, you've got right now Clarence is 3-2 and two with a game against Hutch Tech next week. Hutch Tech's 2-3. and three. Both of those teams could come out 3-3. Three and three. Bennett is at 3-2. and two. They have a non-league game today against Burgard. And then next week, they have to play Niagara Falls. Who's playing Niagara Falls next week? Bennett, I believe. Okay, because Niagara Falls has Lockport today. This is interesting. If Niagara Falls wins today... They're 2-3. and three. Niagara Wheatfield loses next week because they've got Will North. And I don't know what exactly happened last night between Clarence and Niagara Wheatfield... But I think, Clarence threw the ball. That's what happened. Well, no. I think at the end of the game, there were there some, was some shenanigans. Uh, I don't know who's going to get thrown out, if there, anybody. I didn't, you know, on the uh, time spectrum uh, replay and all that, they were very vague. And I didn't, you know, they went to commercial shortly after the uh, things got a little crazy in the last minute of the game. Yeah. Now, 
what I don't understand if Niagara Wheatfield was being upset. It was only a 13-point game. Yeah. So you need uh, no, Clarence theoretically should get another touchdown so they can get up to the 20-point maximum point differential. Right. So if that's what was setting the people off, then shame on Niagara Wheatfield. It was 42-29. The final score. 13 points. Yeah, phenomenal game. Putney was on fire. Parks for Niagara Weefel was on fire. I hope he wasn't in the middle of that because they can't afford to play next week without him. I got to tell you, I'm getting sick and tired of hearing uh, fights uh, going on at these games, whether it's teammates fighting each other or, uh, or or opposing teams. I'm really getting sick of it. It's every week, man. It's, it's, it's pathetic. It's, it's it's absolutely pathetic. It's Maybe people don't know how to behave. Maybe well, they should me... up the penalty. Maybe it should be a two-game suspension but, but or stuff like that. Here's I the thing. like that. we got to remember, these are kids, right? Yeah. These are kids. But I think that responsibility falls on the refs. And I don't think the refs do enough sometimes to engage those things early and calm them down. Last night at the game, there were a few little things that were going on. I mean, a kid actually – jammed another kid in the, in, the, in the helmet, in the face mask, and there was no call from it. So I think the refs have the responsibility to control these things before they get to a level to where they fight. Because they just don't start fighting on the field. Right. Or before the game. Unless it's Florida State Miami, which is coming up today. <laughs> <laughs> Go Knowles. But what I'm saying is the refs need to engage that and calm it down. And if, as if, soon as something goes on, exactly. that's, they have to stop Step it. And, and usually what happens is they'll bring the captains together and say, look, right. you know, we're going to put an end to this, this right now. Uh, you know, we expect good sportsmanship and, you know, and handle that way. Right. Or the coaches have to be able to do it. Exactly. And, and, they, and listen, this is just a, my opinion. There needs to be five refs at every game, not four. You I know have what, my experience though? in Well, brawls. that's easy for you to say you know on a saying. Friday night. Well, I, listen, train them up. Get some more. Hire some but, more. But you know what? They are looking for referees. They're, and, it's uh, not no, like they're uh, turning people they're away, Rich. They're begging. They're not going to turn away guys Ooh. willing to learn the job. What brings people up then? It's the money. That's what's going to bring people out. So you increase the pay. I don't know. It's the, it's, it's a part of it is the kids, too. I think there's too much pressure on them. <laughs> they they live in a fantasy world where they all think they're going D1. I got a kid screaming and yelling last night that we're not giving South Park any love at 2 in the morning. Go to bed. <laughs> what are you doing at 2 in the morning crying because South Park isn't getting any love? You just had a fantastic turnaround comeback game, and this kid is going back and forth. With all these people, about I'm not giving any love, love at two in the morning. I'm sleeping. Are you kidding <laughs> Leave me? me alone. Exactly. I'm giving love, not <laughs> nobody else but my wife. Go to bed. South Park gets a ton of love. I don't know what this kid's thinking. They, they get a ton of love from from us and that's me another and... thing. I'm sick of this. Oh, disrespected <laughs> by me. Shut up. <laughs> play Just the game. Play, yeah, play the game. Play the game. All right, guys. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll preview some of the games going on today. And don't forget, uh, we have sports talks Saturday. Is it you, Nate? All right, keep it uh, locked Hurricane in here. Hurricane Nate. Hurricane Nate. And then at 7 o'clock, Sabres and the Islanders right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Oh, Brick House. Oh, now we're talking. Woohoo! Shout out to the DJ. Yes, good job. Hurricane Nate, what can I say? Where were you guys last night? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Inside High School Sports. One last segment. Uh, Raj, let's look at uh, D's. How are D's going to shape up? Well, uh, Evil Frank has one game left. They play uh, CSP next week. Are we going? I'm going. Is that a 
Friday night Friday or Saturday? Night at Franklinville. Oh, I've got a meat I raffle. No, I'm thinking about. No. I, I'm kind of liking uh, Jamestown and Orchard Park. I hear you. Uh, I'll do it by myself. Uh, Climber Panama will probably be the third seed because Maple Grove beat them, yep. so they have the yep. had the had tiebreaker. In fact, they'd have the record anyway because uh, Maple Grove and uh, Randolph played uh, six league games where the others only played five because of Frewsburg dropping out. So it looks like uh, uh, Climber will finish third, Maple Grove second. Fourth place is up in the air if Chautauqua Lake wins their game. I'm sorry, they're three and two. Uh, They've got fourth place wrapped up. Those would be the four home teams. Uh, But the only thing is, assuming that uh, Franklinville wins, they will play Portville in uh, week seven. Randolph, Frewsburg, <laughs> depending on, you know, if they lose next week and they play uh, Cattaraugus Little Valley, how's this for a quarterfinal game? Who would have thought a Class D quarterfinal would have been Randolph and Maple Grove? Usually those are two teams that would play at the Ralph slash Nerf. And it didn't. It wasn't a good outcome yesterday for no, really, Frewsburg. Uh, not at all. Or Rand- yeah. What are we Fruzdolf. calling it? Fruzdolf. Fruzdolf. Okay, whatever it was, it wasn't the a good showing. Care Bears. In fact, their only touchdown came off of special teams in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so. Maple Grove was on fire I, yesterday. I really thought that by the end of the year, uh, Randolph would have, you know, having a few games under their belt with the combined team would have been a little bit better. Maybe they're saving it for week eight. Who Maybe knows? they are. Maybe they are. I mean, I. I've never Evil. met a coach that says I'm saving anything. No, <laughs> I, I didn't mean that literally. But, <laughs> again, you think of those two. You look at that combined roster and all that. I would not want to play that team in week eight, and I don't care what their record Let is. Let me ask you a question. Maple Grove, Alec, Evil Frank, if they happen to meet up again, you give Maple Grove a better chance than the first time out. At the first time out, I thought it would be a little bit closer. But the, if you got to play Kurt Fisher's team a second time, I know we're close to your coach to coach Bartosik, but I don't know if I want to bet against. Well, I don't know when Fisher I saw, second time around. I was wondering that, and then I saw them uh, against JFK last yeah. week. They're evil. Frank's the real deal. Bleach is unbelievable. Not surprising. Yeah. No, no, and he's got other weapons. It's not yeah. a one man team. He will be their Conley Cup finalist, but he's got two running backs mm-hmm. and two pass receivers, and. Coach, uh, is it Bartosik? Bartosik. Bartosik will take what the defense gives him. He's they're 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 just so impressive. That's that, and that's yeah. the sign of a good coach. Yep. Take what the defense gives you, and take it, take it, take it until they try to stop it. Then you take something else. Exactly. Was Chad I, a tight end at, at Chad UB? Chad was a tight end. Yep. That's what I thought. Not that that has anything to do with anything, <laughs> right. but I know he was your te- your yeah. teammate. That's why I brought it up. Uh, let's see. Did we go through all? We went through all the classes, right? Yeah, yeah, we didn't. Uh, MMA we was didn't Ma- Monsignor Martin. Okay, that was a big game. Canisius, big game. I don't like him, whatever, but that was an impressive win. I got to give that to him. And O'Hara, man, oh my god, I picked against him. I'm sorry. I wanted to show time and some love. I am never I giving you money to place a bet. That's for sure. I, I, <laughs> I did really well on my uh, NFL card last week. I picked the Bills and the under. All right, good job. Cha-ching there, right, right there. All right, but anyways, uh, 
you know, I wanted to give Timon some love. They're not getting any love or any respect whatsoever. I would, you know, sometimes you just want to show these kids that you believe in them. And, and I was really Frank wants to give them a big hug. Well, let, love let, let the coach do that. I know, but we we came we come from the outside. I don't want to be too hard on those kids. We're not being hard on them. It is what it is. I know, I know. O'Hara, Get better. I, look, End I spent a, I spent a year at O'Hara. Okay, I spent my parents spent good money for a year on my education there. <laughs> but anyways, O'Hara absolutely rolled them. And shout you know, out to my man Mookie. A lot of a lot of confidence from that first half against Canisius. I mean, they were in that game. They were beating Canisius at the half. So maybe the confidence helped out the big game today. St. Joe's out at St. Francis. I believe Casey Kelly's still out. Are you going to that game, Raj? Is that uh, no? I'm going to the UB game today. Okay, all right. Well, we got five games game. this afternoon in Section Six, not including whatever Monsignor Martin is scheduled. Four of them have playoff implications. Lockport, Niagara Falls. Can Lockport upset Niagara Falls? No. Okay, that's one. Uh, non-league. Well, it depends if the Falls players are fighting each other. <laughs> come on. Okay. Now. They do. I know, but come on, Tony. Get off I the think fights. they realize that there's an opportunity still. They're still alive for a playoff berth, and that has to mean something to those kids. Yeah, and Lockport. All right, come on. Lockport, I, I'm very disappointed in. Bennett at Burgard in a non-leaguer. Interesting game. That's at... Riverside Field as opposed to All High Stadium. I guess I'm hearing Notre Dame lacrosse team is at All High Stadium today. You guys, what? Notre Dame lacrosse. Yeah, yeah I know Mike Cerati uh, told me last night no uh, high school football game. They practice in there or a game? No, they, I think they on. have a 1 o'clock game and a 3 o'clock game. Against Canisius or somebody? I... Can I just say something about Riverside Field? Whoever's in charge of that, please get the scoreboard fixed. Okay? Why? What's wrong? There, it doesn't show the score. It makes no sense. <laughs> That's the a clock problem. is on there, but it's like the lights or something. There's a short right. circuit going on. Whoever's in <laughs> BPS, whoever's in charge, please get the scoreboard fixed. And it's not like Burger can't put points on the board. They can put points on the board. Let, let the thing work. Let's go, Tony Maple. Right. Come on, man. That's a that's a big game. Burgard hasn't won in, I think they've lost the last two or three weeks. Well, they're up. Uh, I know see, it's a non They might be looking ahead to next week because they win yeah. and have a shot at uh, hey. seventh or eighth seed. I think Bennett takes that. They showed up against Chicktawaga. That was nice. They got murdered by Maryvelt. Lose another again. That's three in a row. Losses in a row for them. Newfane at Barker Royhart. Uh, Newfane should clinch second yeah. place. Allegheny Limestone at uh, Cass Valley slash Falconer. And the game is at Cass Valley. And finally, can Kenmore West beat Will East? Yes. They can beat yes. Will East. I'll be there today. Kenmore West has lost five in a row. I've been beating them up. For a few weeks now, my alma mater, but if they, I think they're a little more well balanced. They've just had bad luck. They haven't been able to. They weren't able to close out NT. They weren't able to close out Will South. They weren't able to close out uh, the game they played before that. They got murdered by Star Point. But I think Will East has been playing really well lately. I think they're ready for a loss, though. That's just me. They're ready for an upset. We got one more game. That, mean, that means go against what Frank says. They're <laughs> overlooking the Blue Devils, baby, and they better not be. <laughs> we got one more game. We forgot. What's that? Nichols with Portville. Uh, Portville. Portville, yep. Yeah. Is Nichols. I got a friend that plays with Nichols. His son plays with Nichols. Rodney McKissick's son plays cornerback. <gasps> so I want to give them, you know. Wait a second. You missed luck, another Nichols. game. What, what about the same race of Lancaster out at Steubenville in Ohio? That's always tough going down to Skull Ohio answers. to play. Yeah, Ohio teams. But you know what? St. Mary's looked pretty decent this season so okay. far. Out of the Monsignor Martin with Casey Kelly being injured and... O'Hara's looking okay. I mean, no one's going to be Canisius, but who's the second best team in Mercenary Martin? Wait a second. Best. When we said next week is Canisius Franny's? You're going to make him open up an egg. I'm again. missing my. 
Oh, we're running out of time. Yeah, it makes sense. It would be, but I think St. Francis is the second best team in there. They've been getting murdered too. I know it's it basically at this effort. point. It's just for seeding, and we're right. going to see who plays who uh, for the right to play at the uh, at the, the stadium for the championship. To me, it's just like to me, it's just like Class Double A. You know, Class Double A is Lancaster in the field, Monsignor Martin is Canisius in the field. I, I I don't know what it's going to take to convince y'all that's the same thing in Class A. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Come on, Kent West. Don't let me down today, Blue Devils. Don't let me down. All right, guys. We have to get out of here. Uh, Nate's coming up next. There's no Thank South you for Park in uh, uh, the other two divisions. I hate to say after what I saw last night, South Park and, you know. Anyway. All right. We're out of here, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much. See you next week for more Inside High School Sports. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.